everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Roundhouse Crosstalk, a podcast presented by the California State Railroad Museum. This week we'll be speaking with Bob Orr about his personal and professional history with railroading. Hello Bob, thanks for joining us today. <clears throat> okay, I just gave it a try. <laughs> cool, all right. Uh, let's just jump into question one then. How long have you been involved at the museum and in what capacities are you involved? Uh, while I was in class number 11 with one of my sons who at the time was a senior at McClatchy High and uh, after the ghost and training I worked the, the usual uh, positions around the museum on the floor, uh, RPO, did school tours and I uh, can't remember what all else but I think uh, except for working on the Sac Southern I think I pretty much covered it. Perfect. Um, and question two is, uh, we are all made up of railroad stories. What are yours? Well, I have lots of railroad stories, and I'll, I'll tackle that by by uh, explaining that I grew up in Southern California, Glendale, to be specific. And there were a couple of activities there that, uh, that I just loved having to do with railroads. But I should also say that nobody in my family ever worked for a railroad. So these two activities that, that were so exciting for me at a, at a young age were, were, number one, I would get my family to take me down to the Southern Pacific Station in Glendale in the evenings because there was so much activity and it was all steam. This is late 40s. So there were trains coming and going, San Francisco bound or coming in from San Francisco or down the valley, all steam. And uh, that, was, that was very exciting for me. The other activity was to persuade my dad to take me on a Sunday afternoon to the Taylor Roundhouse. The Taylor Yard was a huge yard there right next to downtown Los Angeles. And we could go in on a Sunday when there wasn't very much going on. And I can remember my dad finding somebody to talk to, some some employee, and he would ask them if it was okay if, if we, uh, we looked around and we wanted to look at some of the locomotives. Again, all steam. And the answer was always, oh, sure, just help yourself, just go on around, just be careful you don't fall in the pit. And that's the way the security was in those days. And uh, we would spend the afternoon climbing through every locomotive uh, that we could find. And then uh, a couple of other activities you know, that were thrilling to me was to ride the daylight to San Francisco, which I may have done only once, I'm not sure. Another time I rode the owl with a sleeper uh, up the valley, and it was extremely slow, but that was, and that was a, uh, a cab forward uh, consist. After, this is after the, the, the growing up phase, after high school, I went on to college at uh, Davis, and I lived near the tracks in Davis. This was the very end of the steam days, so I have a lot of memories of the cab forwards and other steam uh, equipment on its way to or from the Bay Area. So while I was in college in Davis, I decided that I should look into working for the railroad during the summer. And it turned out to be fairly easy to do. This was the Southern Pacific. 
they hired me as a vacation relief person. So I would work two weeks on one job, and then two on another, two on another, sometimes three weeks. Uh, vacation relief. Um, these uh, jobs required a very little training. I only recall one where I felt like I was over my head, and that was called rate clerk. It, the others were classified as car clerk or yard clerk or something similar, and none of those jobs, of course, exist today. The rate clerk threw me for a loop because I was responsible for I don't know how many loosely binders full of rates, and I would get a phone call, somebody wanting to know what does it cost to ship a carload of something from here to there, and I would muddle through it and maybe or maybe not come up with the right answer. Otherwise, I could handle walking up and down the tracks with a clipboard and writing down car numbers. And then uh, uh, probably the most exciting uh, uh, job in, in this uh, area was uh, at Fresno Yard. At the west end of Fresno Yard, there was a shanty. And what made that exciting was that I had a switch, because I had a board with two switches, and I had to make sure that one switch was properly aligned for the valley daylight when it came through in the afternoon. And I think I managed to do that without any uh, any errors. And let's see, what else? I worked well. I worked around Los Angeles, the port. San Fernando, uh, Fresno, I just mentioned. I worked the branch line over to Sanger, and it was there that I typed uh, train orders. The orders would come out of Oakland, and you type them, and you read them back, and if they were uh, correct, then you uh, fold them up a certain way and attach them to the, uh, to the I think it was a bamboo uh, uh, arrangement, and hold them up when the local came by. That certainly is a thing of the past. So those are those are some of the some of the great memories that I have, and then uh, I think I mentioned coming back to Sacramento. This is many years later, kind of mid-career, settling here, and being able to attend the uh, the grand opening of the museum. That was certainly a memorable event, and then going through docent training with with uh, one of my sons who is still an avid fan and has uh, throughout his college uh, career. He's now a professor. He uh, managed to somehow come up with railroad themes for every paper I think that he ever had to write. So that pretty much covers my uh, activities uh, around the museum, and I hope uh, you find that interesting. Definitely. Um, yeah, perfect. Let's go into so questions. How much time here. was I'll that? Uh, so that was. Let me check. One second. Looks like we're about 12 minutes for the phone for the whole phone call. So my guess is that was about six minutes. Um, I have a couple of oh. uh, other questions to, to throw at you. Okay. If um, if you're down yep. for them. Perfect. Um, so what is your favorite exhibit at the museum and why? Well, I like the cab forward, and if I can uh, uh, offer a, a second opinion, that would be the the magnificent Santa Fe steamers. I'm so impressed with those and. And fortunately, I, I guess fortunately, I'm old enough that I can remember when those were operating and what a, what a thrill it was to see those on, on main line. Perfect. Um, and then the next one I have for you is when someone says railroad, uh, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Railroad, well, probably, probably, 
visiting the Taylor Roundhouse when I was uh, probably around 10 years old and having uh, uh, a fall Sunday afternoon of climbing through locomotives with nobody bothering you or worrying about security or or uh, uh, liability issues. Simpler times. Uh, and what is your most memorable work uh, moment working at the museum? Or working around the museum? I know you're a board member. Well, not sure I, exactly. You know. I think I would go back to the first rail fair. That was really a, a, a splendid uh, event and uh, not likely to be <laughs> repeated in, in my day. Perfect. Um, and then um, you might have already answered this in question too, um, but our, our, one of our last questions is, uh, what is your most memorable moment working on the railroad? Well, I have traveled the, the world riding uh, lots and lots of trains, and I, including some, uh, some that would be uh, high on the list of uh, avid uh, rail fans. And one was to ride the, the Trans-Siberian beginning actually uh, on a Russian ship in Japan and all the way across to Moscow. That's almost 6,000 miles. And, and when I did that, the eastern third was steam. That was pretty exciting. And another would be the Darjeeling Himalayan Railroad in, in India, which is a two-foot gauge, old and very rickety, and that was thrilling. Perfect. Um, and then another one I had for you. Um, is so you, you both worked for the the railroad and you had early experiences with the railroad. Um, what did you maybe learn um, working on the railroad during those summers um, about what it was like to work on a railroad that you maybe didn't know previously? If there's anything, I suppose I, my answer to that would be uh, the. Uh, the uh, boredom that, that can uh, accompany uh, the repetition that goes with uh, some of these tasks. I would not want to have a, a career which consisted mainly of walking up and down the tracks with a clipboard and writing down car numbers. That gets old pretty fast. And uh, <laughs> which was, that, that does, you know, uh, is an example of the uh, I guess that the benefits of these jobs changing every two weeks. Perfect. Awesome. And then uh, just last one I have for you. Uh, what do you think has been the biggest change that you can see um, regarding the museum since you've started? Well, the, uh, the whole uh, uh, matter of the uh, exhibits and uh, uh, what we are offering to uh, to the public. This is before the uh, the, uh, the current thinking the museum without walls because the uh, the museum when I first joined I was on a marketing committee and, and at that time the theme was come on down to the museum and see the ever changing exhibits but they never did change it was the same thing year after year after year so. There was a grant that came along uh, somewhere in uh, probably in the uh, maybe the late 80s, which provided for uh, a great expansion. A lot of the cases you see around the Sonoma and the Gold Coast and uh, all the Dominicans, I don't remember what else, it greatly enhanced the museum. 
Perfect. Um, and so that's all the questions I have for you. Is there anything that we didn't cover that um, you maybe wanted to talk about? Um, anything like that? I don't think so. I'd probably probably used up my time, and uh, I'm happy to, happy to do it. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I know over phone thing, uh, the interviews are a little little harder to deal with, um, so I appreciate you being open to to doing it on this platform. Oh well, that's fine, and uh, I, I just seemed like a little bit of an effort to get together for such a brief time, but I know everybody's busy, and I'm glad we finally connected. All right, well, good. Have a have a have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. Right, Thank bye-bye. you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Roundhouse Crosstalk. Our lives are made of railroad stories. Share yours at californiarailroad.museum slash my story. And stay connected by following the California State Railroad Museum on Facebook and Instagram. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. for another episode of Roundhouse Crosstalk.